0: 16. All possibilities contain blood. Estella, my security chief, was a woman seemingly constructed from sharp angles. Her face, her hips, the blonde hair on her head, the legs she walked on and the words she uttered. All had an angularity to them. She was from front of me a planet situated deep in the former war zone between Demos and Jaime Yard, whose inhabitants were as renowned for their stubbornness as their piety. Moreover, Estella came from a minority sect that gods touched, whose members made all other phoenobians seem wanton and frivolous by comparison. Yet yeah, she was not a stereotypical zealot. How could she be, working for me and all the flaws that formed me? I had even seen her laugh, if rarely, and only in the company of Ifdek. Ifdek had a suggestion of softness about him. A former Demoist guard, he still kept himself trim. But good fortune and wealth rub away a man's corners. As sure as a river softens the hardest of rocks, yet, if his frame carried a stone or so more than when I first met him, his mind was sharper than ever. He was also a very handsome man, if anything, the peculiarity and ugliness of the great indentation on the top right hand of his cranium evidence of the last of his many battles as a combatant, gave his facial features a certain rakish glamour. I had missed him during the four weeks of his long, detailed negotiations with the viziers of my fellow princes. The viziers have been arguing over the legal minutiae of the extirpation agreement used to punish the Friends and relations of visible Earth extremists. The agreement was not yet in force in my territories. Ifdek having argued that it had not yet proven its efficacy. Fortunately, the talks had ground to a halt. Allowing Ifdek to return to me only days after Gath had been released from custody. It was the subject of Gath's changed status that Estella most wanted to discuss. She... Deck and I were sat in my personal quarters, having our weekly meeting. I was bored. Deck cheerful, Estella focused. Deck had just finished delivering his summary of the extirpation agreement wrangling, and I was eager to bring the discussion to an end. Anything else before we finish up? I asked. Just one thing, said Estella. Do you want me to increase Gath's security surveillance? I didn't realise she was under surveillance. She has been ever since she attacked you, Mr Marcus. She did not attack me. We just broken up. She got emotional. Then your goons at her and hauled her off to custody. My officer responded with great restraint. Gath is lucky to be alive. So shall I increase surveillance or not? Call off your spies, I said bitterly. She's no longer a royal companion, that's all. There's nothing complicated involved. It's unfortunate, Mr Marcus, insisted Estella, that she had complete security clearance for two weeks prior to the formal ending of your relationship. It may be prudent to observe her for a little while longer. I looked at F Dick. "'who grinned and shrugged. "'Did you ever uncover anything when Garth was here?' he asked. "'Nothing,' replied Estella. "'Well, then.' "'I still find her change of status problematic,' "'explained the ever-cautious Estella. "'Estella?' laughed if Dick. "'You always found Garth problematic.' Let it go. Gath was never a threat to anyone. Never will be. You're just trying to look for a security problem where there is none. Relax. After what happened in Glake, I think relaxing is foolish advice. How is the investigation going? I asked. Ifdick looked at Estella, who gave him a small nod. My vizier looked at the documents on the table in front of him, then explained. There are no leads as of yet. One possibility is with the boy. The at are working on the theory that he may have been part of a trafficking ring sold on to the adult perpetrator. But, added Estella, even if we find out who the criminals were, that still leaves the problem of the disappearance of the adult's body. Who could have done that? Who could have access to the palace walls? There is another peculiarity, said Evdek. Nobody has claimed responsibility for the attack or followed up with threats of new attacks, it appears to be an entirely one-off atrocity. So there are no other threats, I asked. In theory, threats could come from many sources, Christianistas, former lords, drunken students, visible earth extremists, continuity tax collectors, Jolted lovers, stalkers seeking 15 minutes of fame, patricians with a grudge. Over the years, Estella had remained vigilant to all possibilities and all combinations of possibilities. In 25 years, her vigilance had never faltered or failed. Estella sat quietly for a moment, then said, There is nothing tangible, but the augurs are troubled. I looked at the calendar on the wall. They read the swans three weeks ago, I said, with almost no trace of mockery in my voice. They did. And what does the future hold? I asked. They say that all three possibilities are blurred. There's a surprise, muttered still Estella turned to look at my vizier, her stare calm and steady. Ifdeck blinked first, then smiled and asked Estella to go on. Thesis, antithesis and synthesis are all blurred, continued my security chief. That is not that unusual. What is unusual is that all three contain a common element. Ifdeck straightened up in his seat. What do you mean? Estella, he asked. What common element? Blood, came her quiet reply. All three possibilities contain blood. A lot of blood. Who's blood? I asked. The augurs don't know. Is there anything going on now? Asked Ifdek that would suggest a likelihood of blood being spilled. There is nothing definite, replied Estella, just the usual graffiti and saloon talk about restoring the Lord's Parliament or letting the former war zone become the fourth zone of humanity. Which has been going on since I took over, I pointed out. Estella nodded. I know, she said but I have a feeling in my gut that won't go away. Everything seems fine, said Ifdeck. People are better off now than they ever were. I said nothing. Estella scratched her chin, looked at Ifdeck, then at me. Things may be better, she said, but with every year that passes, there are more people who forget the past, or were only children when Mr Marcus took over. You mean, I interjected, people like Gath? I do, replied Estella, looking at me, face still, eyes unblinking. I looked to my vizier. Could be something to think about, Mr Marcus, he said. All that new blood, eager, and confident, and believing they own the future. If deck I laughed, you're describing every young man and woman that ever lived. That's the whole point of being young, blind, admiration for new ideas. Nothing but contempt for the old space. We've all been there. Iftik nodded his head solemnly. Yeah, I know. That's what worries me. We sat for a moment in silence, then if Dick grinned, Ah, shit, we've become middle-aged. When the fuck did that happen? So, I asked Estella, is there a threat or not? Estella sighed, scratched her chin again. Could be the blood is just symbolic, a reference to the new men and women all around us but I still think I need to increase my monitoring. Of Garth? No, I guess not. I agree with you on Iftik. She's not a threat. But I'd like to find out who's initiating the slogans on the walls and the rebel toasts in the pubs. Sounds sensible, I said. But keep it discreet, Estella, added Fdeck. I always am, Iftik replied Estella, with just the slightest hint of a smile. When the meeting ended ten minutes or so later, I asked if Dick to stay behind for a moment. Sure thing, he said and gave a nod to Estella, who looked at both of us for a moment, before leaving. "'I think the advice you gave to Estella was good,' I said. "'What advice?' "'About relaxing. It's always good to relax.' My vizier smiled and leaned towards me. "'What do you have in mind, Mr Marcus?' "'I think something spectacular would help me relax.' How spectacular. I think, I whispered to my fellow conspirator, a week of low-G partying would do the trick. Do you have a date in mind? Deck asked cheerfully. Sure, I said, closing my eyes and jabbing a careless finger at the calendar on the wall. That'll do, said I, feeling cocky. If Dick grinned. Twenty days from now, Mr Marcus, are you sure? As sure as smoke goes up and shit comes down. If Dick, ever up to a challenge, began to laugh, hand on his belly and head shaking from side to side. Consider it done, he gasped, still shivering with delight. Can't see there being any problem. Just have to commission a rocket, find a free launch site, and hire a space station. An outer station, interrupted, something as far from the wheel hubs as possible. An outer station, continued deck still unfazed, for a week, and organize onboard entertainments. Do you have any specific entertainments? in mind. Dancing girls, I declared. Guild registered? Or? Or, I smiled. Definitely or. Thanks for listening to the latest chapter of Marcus Marcus and Hurting Heart. Be sure to tell all your friends, family and ancient enemies about the story. If you like it, rate it, review it, pass on the word and subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Player or your favourite podcast app. Drop me a line on Twitter at Havering Rab, and if you want to know more about what I do, check out my website, RabFultonStories.weebly.com.